Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. So on this episode of Seriously Dad, we're joined by Mel Harris. We got a new format for you. We're running through some different segments. We're going to talk about dad jokes. We're going to talk about should parents be drinking at kids' parties. We're going to learn a little bit about Mel and Mel's dad, and we're just going to get into some really cool topics. We hope you're enjoying the conversation and enjoyed this episode of Seriously Dad. back we got another episode today we're actually i'm excited because we're doing a whole like different format we're trying some segments out today we got mel harris in the house with us today uh and yeah we're gonna kick it right off today we're gonna start with dad jokes because hey it says it's dad podcast we gotta have dad jokes on the street jokes whatever things that are classic and you guys want to, you got one ready to go? I got one I mean, ready. You got a dad joke vibe. I got you, ready you got, to go. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, joke for a minute. Yeah, I'm holding it. So, okay. So this, a buddy of mine, he, uh, he had just bought a new house and he got like the whole deal, had to shed out back and he wanted, he was so proud of his like, you know, workshop and he brought me back there and he's like, yo, you got to check out all these tools. But he kept like making a big deal about his stepladder. Uh, and I came to find out it was because he never knew his real ladder. <laughs> okay that works i mean that that is a fucking dad joke i like how you set that up like you like said that that was like a, a stage presence yeah yeah like 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 fuck man like like dad jokes usually like a sentence long like i got I know, the one i got a little crazy you know, where where do attention <laughs> like mine is short listen where do fruits go on vacation where Paris. You see? Uh, you see? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, guys. Listen, I'm done, actually. I, I, I didn't write that. I, didn't write I realized that. what we're doing. <laughs> I actually yeah, yeah. That, that is it. Jay did the thing. You did the thing where, like, it's the, it's a, where I, like, think, I think someone's baiting me. They don't start with a joke. They're telling me a story. It's a dad who's yeah. telling me a story. Yeah. And then at the end, there's, like, this terrible joke. And I go, like, that was oh, it. this time is lost. Like, I have nothing to <laughs> yeah, gain so from you, this. We, yeah, at least we didn't lose any time. Hey, but I was quick. You yeah, didn't lose it. any Boom. time. Okay. Hit it. Hit it. Boom. Because it's stolen. And the person who probably created this will hear it and be like, was that mine? You won't even have time to know it was yours. Uh, dad walks into a room, sees his son masturbating, and he says, yo, if you keep masturbating, you will not be able to hear me. And his son says, huh? <laughs> there you go. There it is. There it is. Yeah, right. I remember I used to get the, they used to do the talk where, oh, you got to watch your hair, your palms are going to be hairy, all that nonsense. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you so jack off the judge, your palms will get hairy. That, you'll go blind, whatever, go you know, blind. whatever they tell Jesus. you at that point. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a scare tech. Yeah. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, it never stopped. It didn't, it didn't work. I don't get it work. I don't get it work at all. Well, I had yeah. to, I had to double down because I had to find out. You had to find out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Waxing the palm of your hands. <laughs> Nothing, mom. <laughs> I should have an afro right here at this yeah. point. I should have an afro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Seriously. Uh, to kind of so next segment is going to be our like debate of the week, and this week it is uh, if you should drink at children's party. Like, should they offer? Like alcohol, either at a play date or like a children's party, and I don't. I mean, I don't know, Mel. If you've been at a party like that, and you've, um, had- you know, it's, it's funny. Um, that's something, unfortunately, or fortunately. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's like a thing uh, now. It well, I think it's always been. I, maybe it's a black community thing, but I swear, I, I want to say at the baby showers they drink. 
Um, so before the baby even get here, they're drinking at the fucking baby <laughs> yeah. shower, and the baby is like running around. But he's not. He might. He might get contact liquor. Like really? I get drunk, kiss. Wait, isn't the baby shower before the baby's born? Though? Yeah, exactly. But I get drunk, I kiss the pregnant woman in her lips. And oh then yeah, they, yeah. Then the, the liquor, like, yeah. the liquor breath gets in her mouth. Right. And the you baby like, got headache. You, you like burp or something, yeah. and she breathes it in, yep. and now like you got yep. the fumes. That's, that's like too far. Well, I actually brought some beer today because we oh, don't man. have any kids here, okay. so I don't know if yeah, you guys man, are, my, my, I mean, are yeah. in. Yeah, let me see. I don't even drink. You beer, can split. This is like a New England. So I'll give a plug for this because I was just at this place by my house. It's called Rebel Hill. Okay. In the Phoenixville. house, uh, okay. they're amazing. Actually, the go- the guy that bartends there, his name's Danny. He has a, a beer podcast. Shout where, out and, to Danny and Damn. their fathers too. So I was telling him, I'm like, oh, we'll have to do a collab one time. Now, this is a bleed green. This now, is this an bleed Eagles green thing? because of the okay. Eagles. Yep. So they, they actually win, this they is their flagship yesterday? beer. Yeah. It's like this a is pretty good. It's a hazy New England IPA. Oh, that's a good beer. Holy shit, Rebel Hill killing good. it. There's no children here. This is not a yes, children's party. So this is okay. All the kids in our balls. This is yeah. good. But this I hear is, you that is good beer. That is really good beer. But I hear you saying like when we had parties, we had a diaper and beer party, and then like we had a I had like a, a man shower where we went on a pub crawl, like yeah. you know. But like when the kids are around, I mean, like whatever. I, I mean, think right now the, the the thing is there's and this has changed just with um, the layout of society and the things that are offered to the adults. And the things that the adults are interested in and that the teens and that the kids are interested in, there's no um, disparity. There's no uh, difference. Like, I listen to this rapper. My son listens to this Right, rapper. right, I'm right. I'm on right. social media. My son's on social yeah. media. So now you have parties, gatherings, and things like that. The topics in the room aren't off limits, whereas back in the day when I was— There's like the kids' table. Kind yeah, of when yeah, I was yeah. 6 to 10, you know, in that age bracket— I couldn't go in the kitchen right now because they because are they were drinking. Doing, yeah. and, and, you um, couldn't you couldn't breach couldn't. you couldn't breach the doorway. Yeah. And if you did, they look at you like you know you're not supposed to be. Yeah, in you do like something yeah. like roll a ball in <laughs> yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, like your mom. Like mom, me, hey. Yeah. Now but, I want to go back. Man but, shower. That sounds like something you get at a strip club. Right. Yeah, right. It does sound a little bit like Yeah, like Jay's going back for his man shower. Yeah. No, but um I I I think I agree with Mel and I know exactly what he's talking about. Now it's like when and maybe it's because now I'm a parent, but like, there's a baby shower, a, kid, a child's birthday party. You show up, you got the gift for the little one, yeah. and your kid's like, "Hey!" And then moms usually, or dads got something under their arm, and it's usually booze of some sort. Yeah, you know. And then it's like, to me, I feel like it just sets a, an example that like when we have fun, alcohol is there, yeah. and 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 you're numbing them to the sensations or to the stimulation of alcohol. Right. My opinion. That's the, my personal. The, so opinion. you're saying like having it there, like. That's the thing. When I talk and I teach world languages, so I'm like, we're doing Duolingo and they're having beer and wine in the vocab that's running through. Oh, and the kid's wow. like, why is this in here? And it's like, well, that shouldn't be a big deal. Like, I studied abroad in Argentina when I was in high school when I was 16. And like there, well, you could drink then or it wasn't a big deal. Like, I think we make, we make such hype about it here. That like I think that's why like I, I looked up an article when we were talking about bringing the topic on and it was like one mom was like no you should never serve any alcohol and like I'm like at the same time the other one was like yeah I want to model what responsible drinking looks like too well that's great if it's responsible drinking right yeah. do you think the kids know when the parents get drunk or do the parents even get drunk I have I gotta take that back <laughs> I haven't seen many parents getting lit well I'm from Scranton so I feel so like they all you got saw, lit. Like, you knew they were getting lit but like as long as there's a designated sober parent yeah. nearby i think too um you you just touched on something you said argentina and i think overseas drinking responsibly is a little different because they're drinking uh on occasion whereas here 
we drink because it's Tuesday and work was frustrating. Yeah, we're trying to have like six, yeah. seven beers in or, a row. Mm-hmm. They're having yeah. like one or two in a sitting. Or Tom yeah. parked on my grass. The neighbor Tom parked on my grass. When he comes home, I'm going to fuck him up. So I'm about to get drunk. <laughs> and I can't wait to see this motherfucker. But I got to get drunk to feel like I can't wait to see this motherfucker. That's, that's different because overseas, they just chop your head off. <laughs> In my house, though, <laughs> son, go upstairs. I'm getting beer yeah. out, and I'm gonna fuck time up. When I'm gonna drink home. till time yeah. shows up. Like he could get buzzed. I could be buzzed. I could yeah. be hammered. But I'm drinking till time shows it's up. It's rare that we drink to be responsible. Like the worst mm-hmm. shit happens when we get drunk. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. over there, they just. I guess again, it's certain. Not just, I shouldn't just say Argentina, but in general, like in France, like we we like wine. We like the taste of wine. We like to sip wine. We like uh-huh. to. Um, it pairs with one food. Or you're yeah. just having a pre like, well, it's funny. So when I <laughs> I studied in Spain in college and we were, you know, co- typical college kids. And so we went to this restaurant nearest our school for lunch, served, you know, they there for lunch. It's a big deal. You get two courses, you oh, get shit. bread and wine. And then after the guy was really nice, he would bring us a little a little shot, an aperitif. Oh, and wait, it was how old were you? Uh at this point, nineteen or twenty. But other people drinking there like So at, but at lunch that it was it was part of the menu for that eight. Part bu- for the course for like That's eight what it bucks. Was. You were getting yeah. two courses, wine and bread, and then afterwards he brought a free. And it was always a liquor of a fruit, like a banana liquor and limoncello you know, whatever. Type of deal or something. And so we would sit there as these nineteen-year-olds, like boom, popping them back, and he'd come over and be like. Slowly, slowly yeah. enjoys for digestion, and that's the first time I was like, Man. "Oh wait, alcohol yeah. is not just for it tastes terrible." I'm drinking Bankers Club vodka. I well, got to yeah, it down in my the, in a plastic jug. And he's like, "I just gave you a like really expensive liqueur on the house, and you're sitting here you're, like a no, bunch of Jersey Shore Americans like, like trying to funnel it." You well, know? we do. America has a drinking problem, right? We, we yeah. have a, we have a drinking problem. We drink to get drunk. I don't know many people who are who aren't drinking to chill. Like, well, we that's, we're, that's like because we're like the teenagers. We've been a, we've been a country for what 250 years. They have, right. We don't they have, have we concert got, T-shirts older than us. Yeah. yeah right. Right. True. Right. So I didn't even think about that. But I, I think that I think that the, the thing that's interesting is it's not against the law to do that, right? So you can never like call the police and be like, "Hey, there's a party over there, and those parents are getting drunk with their kids." <laughs> you know what I mean? You, well, you know what the bigger you, problem is the parents who the parents who co-sign the high school parties. Did you have any oh, parents? Yeah. Oh I, yeah, the cool parents. parents. The cool parents. <laughs> the cool parents. They would yeah. take your keys, and then there would be a lunch bag if it was a school oh, night. Shit. There would be a lunch bag. My one friend, his mom would make lunches for us. And we had to get as long as we were able to get to school the next day. So she was, was getting you drunk, giving you a continental yeah, well, breakfast. Well, we were allowed to, we were right? allowed to drink. Nice. Uh, we yeah, we would. Uh, it's first time I ever played flip cup was on a school night. No shit. Yeah, biggest mistake of my did, life. Now, did you grow up to be a? Now you're probably more responsible than you were. But coming up, were you a more responsible drinker, or were no, you I was it a up nightmare. The like, uh, dude, the best story yeah. I ever had was like we were we always had an older kid around. I worked in a kitchen, so there was like a 25 year old cook. I got him to buy us beer. He bought us a case of Miller High Life <laughs> oh, and a case of Zima. <laughs> oh, Remember Zima? Man. Oh man! <laughs> so now, and, like, and we had to like meet in a back alley. He threw it in my car, and then I got ice in a cooler. We drove out into these cold hills where nobody could see us. Put the beer in, the Zima in, put the ice on top so you couldn't see anything, yeah. put it back in my trunk. Gonna have the whole night planned. Well, I drive home, I don't realize this. My one mom's gone, my other mom's there. She, and normally she, because she wasn't technically my biological mom, she was mm-hmm. like the stepmom. So she was pretty hands off with me unless I did something stupid. And 
I pulled up to go get my stuff from the house and one of the other kids from school that I didn't really talk to pulled up and I'm like, yo, we got beer. He's like, you don't have beer. And so stupid me in front of my house pops my trunk, opens the cooler. She happens to be looking out the window. So now she comes barreling out, yells at me. I got to get the cooler inside. And, uh, and then, but she still let me go. Well, we dressed all in black went back through the alley once it was dark and we knew I un as she was yelling at me I unlocked the back door to the porch and like we came back operation get beer oh, back. so you oceans 11 Dude, your own and, beer so but then we took the cooler out to the alley because we didn't want the rustling of the ice to wake so this was all like mission impossible stuff we we leave a six pack of each cover the ice oh, pack so up put wow. it back in and then sell the story that we were at a party and uh, sorry, mom, if you're listening, uh, we were at a party and uh, that we didn't want to seem uncool. So we each took one beer of each and the six of us were going to try it. Okay. Wow. And that worked. That went that over. Worked. Oh dude, you God me, didn't damn, get grounded. Okay. That's, a lot, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough sell. But like, so I was reckless. I was yeah, reckless. I was, I was, I was binge reckless drinking. Too. I was doing everything you weren't supposed to be doing. Uh, but now when I'm at a party, like, you know, I got a special needs daughter. So that's when she needs me. She doesn't know how to play with other kids. Like a part of me wants to help her through that process too. So like for me, it's a little bit different, but I, I've been at a party where if they offer me a beer, I'm going to take well, it. I always see, I always think the optics, that's, that's what gets me is like, if, mm. my, if my daughter sees me drinking beer, one, two, three of them, I'm probably okay to drive a car. Like, let's be honest, but she's watching me do that. And I always feel like I am just showing her yeah. the wrong thing to do right off the rip before she knows anything. And that's what I don't like. I don't like modeling poor behavior. And do you worry about any, cause like, cause you're a custody parent. So do you worry about any of that getting back to mom or um, whatever? Not so much. I, oh, yeah. I see. I'm not a huge drinker. Yeah. So it's never been, but here, now here's the flip side to the coin. I'm not a huge drinker. Uh, I did have a period in my life where I was putting them back, boozing it up. Staying up till four in the morning, sending stupid text messages, embarrassed the next day. <laughs> they forgot to close my tab. I'd done that whole thing. Oh, I hate that. Shit. But hate see, that. now and I'm at a point in my life where I, I like to smoke marijuana. I like okay. to smoke weed. Okay. Right? Now, if we were at a party and the parents were in the kitchen or on the patio smoking weed, how would you... Now, you're someone who thinks drinking is kind of cool. How do you feel about if I was like smoking weed? Me and Mel are back there smoking weed. Yeah, and the kids tough. are running yeah, around. Drugs. Look at me. Yeah, it's not, well, it's hard. <laughs> well, Mel sold to me. Actually, first of all, I'd be like, "Why are you guys doing edibles?" First off, let's let's not have the smoke and have this other stuff. Like, like, why is there a skunk here, Daddy? Like, here's the other thing: because we don't have to have the conversation. As long as I don't have to have a conversation with my kid as a result of it, I probably won't care because that's you doing you. Um, but like now, with, there's so many other easier ways to probably ingest it without having to like explain and now it's not a big deal like i walked out of city winery the other night with like my mom and it was weird we got hit with a cloud of like marijuana and there were yeah. cops running and it was like no big deal was just, everybody's just kind of like oh yeah Market we smell Street, marijuana yeah. now it's like <laughs> right that's an american thing, thing. Yeah. yeah yeah it's weird dude because we're not in holland yeah you know right. what i mean exactly. he didn't grow up when you were five and like oh yeah that's a but smell. yeah you're right i mean i you know like i said i, I think the the bottom line is if something goes down and something happens and your kid gets injured on the jungle gym, yeah. are you able in that moment to act to be and sharp. do? Because like, you know, I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I had like my my daughter choked at a family party. Somebody fed her a little yeah, bit of an apple chunk that was yeah. too high. Okay. And I had to jump in and do the whole deal, the yeah. back and forth Oof. and commit. I think that's, I think so. things like that sober you up. So if you've had yeah. one drink, yeah. whatever, you're still fine. 
But you know, know your you know. I think anybody says know your limits, know what you can. And if you're doing it to escape and not be a parent, then maybe maybe you should be rethinking it. If if you've had a hard week and you just need a minute, or if you have social anxiety mm. and it'll help you depending on who you have to interact with. All right, hey, you know, we all we all take prescriptions for something, so <laughs> that's your prescription. As long as you know your dosage and you've talked with your doctor, then that's your journey. You know, yeah. I think with me, um, when I'm out with my son. Um, the drinking is minimal, if at all, um, just because my son's 15 and now I think he knows we watch a lot of sports. So he knows like, um, the dangers of drinking and driving. Yep. We see yeah. all the commercials. Yeah. We listen to sports talk radio. So these commercials come up a lot. Texting and driving commercials come up a lot when I'm in a car with him now. Right. So now I won't text like that when I'm with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do drink. Um, we play video games. And usually if I have like, and I'm a tequila drinker. So if I drink tequila, <laughs> nice. um, I put my cup on the side of me. I'm playing. He usually beats me because my faculties ain't all there. I'm messed up. <laughs> so he's probably like, I'll never be a drinker because I'll start losing video <laughs> drinking games. Drinking makes yeah, you yeah, a loser. Yeah, exactly. My dad's a loser. Reverse psychology. This dude, yeah, this dude done lost by 30 points <laughs> yeah, yeah, and right. still smiling. Like, talking yeah, right. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to lose talking. by 30? Smile and talk shit when you yeah. can just be a winner. But uh, one thing I did do, I was very upfront about him about when I started to drink. Um, I had tasted, I had the taste of liquor prior to going off to college, but I told him in the summer of, uh, you know, the summertime in between going to college and high school, I did start to drink more. Mm -hmm. And then in like my second year of college, when I realized I wasn't even doing anything there, I was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to just start drinking. I said, and I I like liquor and, um, you know, that was my thing. But I said, uh, you... Um, you have to know what's right for you and when it's right for you. Yeah. Um, I say there's a lot of kids that are gonna drink at an early age. There are kids now that are 15 that drink. I said, but um, you also have to understand what comes with that. What responsibilities come with drinking? You haven't even driven a car yet, so you know your faculties ain't ready to learn the shit you need to learn. Do yeah. the things you need to do once you start drinking. They're not there. You're not there yet. I was already out of the house and doing certain stuff before I attempted. To like so you grew you grew drink. up a little fa- you grew up a little faster so you had you had the opportunity to taste a little something whatever yeah, so you know like in my yeah. um when did you have your first drink do you remember um my mom gave it to me how old yeah you, 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 you had to tell you? on your mom um, like that bro. Yeah, you I was probably that. I was probably about three or four. And I know that sounds crazy, but I, I gotta when you say drink, were we talking like a sip and you spit it out or I had wine. Okay. I had okay. Wine early. Yeah, I mean, like, you and know. I had a headache. Um, but that's the only <laughs> thing. Like, if I, you know, how when you're a kid, you don't remember everything because you're too young. Yeah. But you just remember how, what as they say how it made you feel. Yeah. And I remember tasting wine, and I got a headache. But I actually had. I got a picture of it. That's why I'm. Um, oh my god, that's great. Yeah, people. I'm trying I, to think of when I first. I, I probably I was it was probably wine, or it's probably like. The ice cubes of a drink that had been sitting with like a little second bit of drink. Like, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> it's like, go help, help us clear off the well, table." And you're like, "Oh shit!" Right, right. We never, we never in. had it in the house. No. Like my mom, we, we no. Send me that picture, but don't worry about it right now. Afterwards, I'll put it okay. up right now because okay. it's right, we can edit it out. Awesome. Send it so, to me, and then I'll put it up great. now. <laughs> we we never. So my mom's, we never had it. 
We never had it in the house. Just they never. I, I did not see my mom drunk until my high school graduation party. Nice. Uh, like she just never was a big thing for her. And now my dad, I didn't see him much growing up. But when we did the every other weekend thing, he worked for the liquor control board. He ran a oh, liquor wow. store. So oh, when I was... did see him, I was often in the back with my GI Joes jumping off the <laughs> peach schnapps boxes. You know what I mean? Like so, I was around it. I was around it. I saw him sell it to people, but you also see the riffraff that sometimes would come in. Yeah. So like, you like kind of like a true drunk type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And, then I, and growing up in Scranton and Carbondale, like I have some of my closest friends who I've lost. I still don't, I don't talk to to this day because they went down a different path and I, I couldn't follow them. I had seen what it did to my mom's mom, you know, when she was alive and she was like one of my mm -hmm. favorite people to be around. But dude, she had like Bud, Spud McKenzie. Like she had all the gear. That's how much <laughs> she drank that they were sending her oh, merch. Wow. They were like, oh, yeah. you need the merch. You had the Winston jacket. So it was always around. I could always <laughs> smell it. She would take me to the bars in Philly where they had like shuffleboard oh, on uh -huh. the floor. Like, you know, they brought me around. I would get my Roy Rogers or Shirley Temple okay. and it was what it was. So I was around it and I saw I saw the effects and I think my mom did saw the effects of what it had on her mom yeah. and so I think people feel that if they've had somebody like that then you kind of shy away but I, I mean I'm I like to drink you do like to drink well but one of the things that's interesting or that I think is important is like if you have like a grandfather who was an alcoholic a grandmother a mother or someone's alcoholic for your kids you got to keep in mind that they could have some of that gene going with them right. Right. And their experience with alcohol could be very, very different than someone else. It's that, no joke. That, alcoholism and being a, an alcoholic, that is serious shit. Yeah. That's not a laughing matter. Yeah. You know, people laugh about it on stage sometimes, alcohol. Yeah. That shit will fuck your world up. Yeah. And wow. if if you don't explain that to your kid, like, listen, you think you're going to go to that party and drink a little bit of tequila and play video games. That works for them. Yeah. You're wired a little differently. Yeah. You start hitting that tequila, your world's going to... You know, and explaining that I think is probably a huge. My best challenge. friend from childhood, and I won't say his name because I didn't ask him ahead of time, but uh, like was just so. I let let me him. say it. So great, now, <laughs> so great. But what we and so we knew each other since really young. But then after college, we moved in together, and uh, it was right by where I went to school at Ursinus. And so some of my fraternity brothers were having parties and they invited him to come over well he brought like some of his frat from a different university and they were like making the girls uncomfortable and he's like hey my frat brother sent me up they're like hey your buddy was over but like we think he stole our liquor Wow. Like, what do you mean? So I went in our freezer, and I kid you not, he had the six liquor from the bottles of all these different Damn. liquors, and he swore that he didn't do it. Like, would look me right in the face. He was we, just lying. we moved in with new people after that. They had a bottle of vodka in the freezer, and they had to work, so they couldn't get back till mm -hmm. later. I saw the bottle was open, and I saw him with a Dixie cup on the corner with one of his buddies. And I walked in. I'm like, "What do you got there?" And he's like, "Water." Uh, and I'm yeah, like, what? And he just don't drink water. still to the, like, <laughs> like when people buy in like that, yeah. when it's people that I've known since we were like seven or eight, yeah, like, yeah. that's what showed me like, wow, you know, if it's a thing, like if a, if a, a switch flips like that right. in you and you can do that to someone, that's not the same person. That no, wasn't not the my same friend. person. Yeah. That that's not, not a, you had a weekend drinker at that point. Thankfully you got he's, he's gotten himself clean. He's, he's in a great position now. He's doing great things with himself and I'm so proud of him for that. Yeah. But there was a scary period there where I, you know i just hate to see that you know? it is it is good when you see someone turn their life around oh my god you i've had several control yeah that. you know it's bad though um we sit and we can have these conversations and um unfortunately because of what's popular now or what makes sense to throw out as a hazard you don't have these conversations in school anymore 
There was a time when I knew we were going to get a guest drop in to tell us how his life was changed. Got fucked up from drinking and doing something fucked up, yeah. Yeah. I remember the the videos, like the Uh the in-house class, after school Todd gets drunk and falls on the train track. Now his foot is stuck. Yeah. yeah. I learned it by watching you, Dad. Exactly. Like, that yeah. stuff we joked about, in, in cla- but it actually was a little bit... It struck a chord. A few of us, yeah, we're like, oh, I ain't drinking. Like, you see this? But now that's not present anymore. Yeah. Um, it, it's crazy. So uh, at some point you would hope that... I don't know how how because we've gone so far with like social media and all these other things. Right, that's how the do you thing. get back there's to so the many basics jumps. Of, there's so many jumps. Yeah, like yeah, alcoholism like, and, and yeah. credit and yeah, like <laughs> no, know, this is all real stuff. Yeah, these are all things that we need to coach. I talk. I had a credit talk with my kid last week, and it felt weird. But I'm like, bro, I got a Discover card in high school. I mean, in college. The guy set up a table right outside of our cafeteria. Oh, was just praying on high yeah. school kids. What's yeah. they do at the like Citizens Bank? Yeah, they're yeah. saying, "Oh, you want a free credit card? Like, we'll, we'll give you a basketball, yeah, yeah, like, basketball yeah, umbrella." Like, yeah, the, the Delhi News. You can get the yeah. Delhi News if you get a, a Discover card. I'm like, I don't even read. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that card. Like, yeah, you got the comics. Yeah. So I broke them down on credit, and I'm like, this should really be taught. In no, your you're prep. You got to prep. Meanwhile, that credit card's like 17 percent APR. 23. I think that's how one was. Yeah, like yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. But oh my god! I had You're a right. I had a, I had an interesting moment when it comes to alcohol. So I, I I grew up in northeastern Pennsylvania. Spent a lot of time there. Sayre, Pennsylvania, what up? Um, and uh, there was you know, these are small towns. These are you know you you know the other athletes from the other towns. You, you just people you don't you know stuff. So there was a guy in a neighboring town. His his father was a uh, police officer. I think he may have been the chief of police. He was a tall, light skinned fella, good at basketball. Slim kid, he kind of resembled me. Unfortunately, he got struck by a, a drunk driver, and uh, he he died. My mother worked at the hospital, and uh, was a physician, and in the emergency room, and she saw like from the f- side, like look, like just saw like the the sil- not the silhouette, but like a glancing look at mm-hmm. like what was going. And her, she told me her, she called me very shortly after because her heart dropped because she thought that was me. Because the resemblance. Because the resemblance. Yeah, yeah. And like, and was panicking. And like, and like, say, just like Mel said, like, I wasn't like, I'll never touch alcohol. But I'd always kind of thought about like, okay, people get drunk. They drive cars. Bad things happen. Like, you don't need to do that. No one to stop. Like, and that stuck with me for a really long time. Because I very, in my lifetime, very, very seldom could be seen consuming alcohol and then driving a well, yeah, especially if something know. happened i was yeah. and it was a weird scenario i was at uh, i was at rebel hill and i saw a guy there and he had a bassinet next to him by himself bassinet kid couldn't Damn. have been more than five i think he said like so <laughs> one of the women came over four or five months like we're talking young and he's and it's right on the floor there so like the one guy was like walking up i'm like oh dude he almost kicked the thing kicked without the realizing wow dude down. And, like, the guy seemed like whatever. He's just, like, a hipster kind of dude. But, yeah. like, I, I hate judging people, but I was kind of like, dude, what are you doing? Like, even if you've had one of the these optics of that is The optics of that is such And a, now you got to get this kid in the car. You you know, are you know, like, it just to me, like, I remember driving home from the hospital. It was, like, the ending scene of, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Knocked Up. When he's like driving like ten miles an hour oh, down yeah. the thing because you just nervous. You got a kid, like yeah, four months. So I was like, and he had mentioned it was his first, and I was like, wow, that takes some guts. Like I don't know, I would want any impairment in me. Yeah, no. I mean, that kid deserves every chance until they're able to like yeah. buckle themselves or brace themselves. Right, right. 
you know, so like that, and I, and you know, I know it's such an innocent thing, but nice. and he, you know, but still, it was like it, it hit me. I was because I was thinking about. I knew we were going to be talking about this. Yeah. I mean, that moment, I just flashed in my head. I was like, oh man, everybody's just like, oh, let's hold the baby. I'm like, yeah, that's. Let's talk about that, why dad's, dad's having in an eight yeah, percent yeah. beer yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dad's housing that double IPA, yeah, like and it's jail, not like, yeah. and he's not with mom, so mom's driving or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, um, you know, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, that kind of stuff to me is like that's the stuff where I think people get. Crazy I mean, about it. Like, like Mel, have you ever been in a situation where you're like middle of the day, three o'clock in the afternoon with your kid, and you're like, man, I need something to drink? No, that's no, so right? Dumb. I never. I mean, I've gone out, but I've had one beer, and then we've had food, and we stayed an hour. Yes, one beer is. I think one beer. I think one beer is cool. Like, you want you another have... one, and he called yeah. it Daddy's Orange Juice. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no. Weird, I was like, yeah, it was weird. But I was like, <laughs> no, we just got out of a movie. We went to. Tar- we actually stayed in the shopping thing and went over to Target. After, so it was like you know, it, but that's like, to me that was all right. But the place we were at doesn't serve food. Like the Rebel Hill, they don't serve. They food. don't serve food. Oh, so gosh. it's just he like so. There even, was no like you know what I mean. Fries. Like, yeah. but yeah. So I, you know, but there are you know, not to say there's people like that. There are plenty of dads out there that are great, which is sort of a perfect segue in our next segment, which is uh, Dad of the Week. So I thought we'd take a moment. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be a local. It could be someone personal. Like, like for me, I was thinking about this. My brother-in-law. I have two brother-in-laws. One's locked up. The other okay. one, so it's a low bar, maybe. In my <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Michael Hurling is this guy. I didn't tell him ahead of time, so I just—he's uh, to me like I didn't have a brother. I'm an only child, so like, uh, and I didn't have a dad necessarily around in a traditional sense. So like for me, I watch him. He's got three. They got three kids now. We both got married about the same time. It's uh, my wife's younger sister's husband, and uh, just a good dude. He like he. Uh, he actually decided to be a stay-at-home dad because my sister-in-law is a VA nurse and was okay. getting pretty good. And so not only was he stay-home, but then he found his passion, which is woodwork. And nice. so, yeah, he built a woodworking shed, and now he does these beautiful, beautiful like, any yeah. kind of projects. And he's huge on TikTok. So if you nice. – On uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, it's uh, Hurling Hardwood. I think I put it, Neil, in the uh, show notes, Hurling Handcraft Hardwood. Uh, he does really cool videos now, and he's actually getting paid. He's monetized. They're sending him beautiful. That's so nice. he gets to be a dad all day, and then like when, you know when she's home or whatever, and they're sleeping ten o'clock at night to two a.m. He goes nice. to the workshop, does the deal, oh, and then and he That's just nice found move. a way to to just provide for his family, be present, and he's the kind of guy that just gets down on the floor with the kids. Yeah, you know, some of that to, to me, like I'm like, I don't want to get down there because it's gonna be hard to get up. <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> but him, he's just so much fun, and I and I uh, there's a lot, and I saw him grow up because we know we've known each other for 16 years since he was in college, and I've just seen him grow up and see it, and I'm just you know, even though he's a little younger than me, definitely look up to him nice. in certain facets. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. For people at home, you can actually I've got a display, so you can jump over to the YouTube now and you can check out some of his work on Instagram. Yeah, we'll just go over there. Like like he's hitting up. He's, he's taking a school bus now and he's oh, revamping wow. it into like an RV. Dude, uh, he's, he's so like, cool. Oh my God. How much does school bus cost? He tell you? I forget what it is, but it's a nice one. Look at that. It's that nice is a one. nice one. Yeah. You can I want to do some shows on a school bus. Dude, like a, a do some stand up. Yep. Call my fine. man; he's gonna have a fucking mansion. Yeah, on the school bus. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell him the next one will like be a, like a comedy club school bus. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'll have him. There you go, comedy yeah. bus. <laughs> it's like, the, but then they have a show with the taxi cab where you yeah, answer right. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like ben Bailey's coming to Soldiers soon. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. You got you got a dad of the week, bro. I'm, I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with my dad. And okay, oh, yeah. great. And I think I'm gonna use him only because. I don't have this opportunity. This is my first time being on here, and I figure this will tie into other stuff we talk about later. But um, my dad is, um, 
he has instilled some stuff in me that has made me a good dad uh, by society's, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't call myself a good dad. Um, I am called a good dad, but I always quickly revert to my dad. I say everything that I do is a product of how I was raised and the stuff that my Sweet. dad did nice. for me. Yeah. So it's weird um, because, like, for a while, people were just like, do you do anything, <laughs> like, without your son? And I'm like, no. And it's crazy because – and I don't want to cut too much into this because we're going to talk about him later. But, um, like, ball game – like, every basketball game I go to, um, now he's even been going to AC with me for the um, Atlantic City Comedy Club shows. Okay. Um, it's, it's like – I was one of those kids that literally um, I went to night school with my dad when he was going to night school. Um, I went with my dad when he was playing like uh, rec basketball and like really? leagues and stuff like this. This is yeah. like in his 20s. Um, he was literally he was like in community college taking courses like in, uh, like uh, he was going to like some kind of like. Like I don't. What do you call it? Now was that out of necessity, or was he bringing you around because he wanted you to be around? Um, he just kind of wanted me there. It was like that's I was sweet. a backpack. You know, Dora had the backpack. Yeah, I was the backpack, yeah, and I awesome. literally was everywhere. But when he in the eighties, it's funny because we're getting back into biking now in the city. We got bike lanes and all that. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. you guys are building way too much stuff to put bike lanes in with septa buses <laughs> and crackheads. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we got to figure out crack a lane, lane for like regular crack, folk to drive in lane. now. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Let me suck your dick. Um, no, but um, he used to take me like. I didn't miss an event. I didn't miss this. I didn't miss that. I was everywhere he was. Um, and I think it was just him showing me, like, this is this is how you be a dad. You know, this is, like, what I'm doing, you should be able to so do. So is your dad, like, your best friend? He's, like, your best friend? Um, when I was coming up, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he was. And then I was, like, this dude kind of boring. But after, like, <laughs> we talked about the end of last, the first episode was like that. Then, like, like you find out, like, happens. your personality is different. And you're, like, ah. Like... <laughs> You like old school porn. I like the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like that shit. I, like I that saw those. V- I saw the VHS <laughs> yeah. tapes, bro. Like you like all that hair. Like I don't like that. I like that shave. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. Like I was the same way though. My dad. My dad was my fucking hero. Yeah. I, my dad was the coolest dude going. Like not everyone has this relationship with their dad, yeah. but it. I, I thought everything my dad did was cool. I yeah. remember him. I remember him being extremely athletic when I was younger. He could do all the sports I wanted, and like now, in hindsight, I realize like he was pretty fucking good at him. Yeah. But uh, and I just thought he was the coolest dude. I, I thought everything he did was cool. The stuff he said was cool. The way he walked, the stuff you I wanted to wear his clothes. Like he was, he I was just like the coolest dude that I, like the, that I knew. The clothes. So my dad used to do the Broad Street Run every year, and I used to take his T-shirts and wear them to yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah. And, like using a Broad Street yeah. Run, like. <laughs> my dad made me run with him because like, whatever. I was on his yeah, back. Yeah, I was on his back. I was a fucking backpack. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, dude, my dad was. It's like uh, you know, Tiger wasn't his dad. Like, if if my dad was teaching me how to swing a golf club at that age, I would have been doing it because I was everything he did. I just thought was so fucking cool. Yeah, like, just he's such a cool dude. Yeah. Um, gotta go into his dad of the week. Too. Yeah, what's your? Oh, my dad of the week. Um, you know, I, I have a very good friend, uh, Marlon Walker. He he lives in Virginia. And uh, he's just one of these dudes who was always a great friend of mine. To this day, is a great friend of mine. But as he became a family man and started having kids, and he just changed his... He was never a bad person. He wasn't a negative person. But he just embraced being a father and being so good at being a father that it's like admirable at all times. You know what I mean? I know he's had some kids of his own. Uh, the woman he married had a child before he came in. He accepted 
that responsibility. He has built a good relationship with that young man's father, so they can do a really good job oh, co-parenting. Wow. That's important. I've heard some great stories. That's like yeah, that. and he just. He just he's a good dad. He's just a good dad. Is he the best dad in the world? Probably not. It's still probably me. But you know, he is <laughs> he is he is he is fucking awesome. He is an awesome dad. And it's good to see him just be involved in stuff. You know what I mean? And that's because that's all he wanted his parents. You well, especially he said involved. that some of them aren't his that he's taking yeah, care of. Yeah. Which again, to you credit, because we talked about this before where you have your daughter Lania, but then yeah. her sister, who's right. not yours, but you come along when, oh, yeah. it's, when it's Al's night. No daughter left there. behind. Yeah, let's no go. No daughter go. left yeah, behind. I'm not, I'm not doing like, that. That's, yeah. that's cool. Because I mean, you know, and if there, I think there's plenty of dads. Like, I didn't have that relationship with my, I wanted that relationship. My dad wasn't ready. He wasn't in a position where he could be that. He was still working himself out. And now we have a good relationship. But like anybody who's listened to this, who's a dad, that's like, oh man, you know what? I'm not spending as much time with my kid as I should. That kid adores you. It doesn't matter yeah. that you haven't been yeah. there. Yeah. Like yeah. I know I looked up, I used to fail my eye test because my dad had glasses and I knew that about him. So I would fail my eye test in elementary school to get glasses. Oh, Dude, I kid you not, my dad asked my third grade teacher. Oh, uh, it was like, he had to, awesome. we had to draw like uh, what our parents did for work. And I had to ask my, I had asked the nun how to spell liquor because he worked for the liquor store. Because oh, nice, <laughs> nice, like, nice. outside is like wine and liquors and I was trying to like spell it. Like, oh, it's like no matter how far they're away, like if you're that dad, because I've had plenty of friends of mine who had created kids and then didn't stick around. Mm-hmm. No matter how you're away, that kid adores you. So like, this that is, that is 100% true. That's 100% true. true. Like we, yeah. it's probably the same with moms, but like, cause I used to tell my mom that I was afraid that my daughter wasn't going to like love me as a father and like understand what I do as a father. And she said, that kid's that child is going to love you regardless. Yep. Like like stop yeah. thinking that. Like there it takes a lot for someone to do a 180 on their parents. Yep. Yeah. It takes a lot. A lot. Yeah. And she's like, don't do that. She's like, stop telling yourself that. You just keep on being present and doing everything you need to do, and you're gonna be fine. Stop thinking that someone is gonna be able to turn that little girl away from you because yep. that's not the case. Yeah. And that is some true shit. That's true. That's we tell that with teachers. Like as teachers, like when the younger teachers come in or people worried about I'm going to mess up a kid or I'm not the best. There's an imposter syndrome that yeah. I think comes with any of these when you're in charge of kids. And, I, and when I mentor younger teachers now, that's what I say. I'm like, there's nothing you could do to mess a kid up unless you are trying to actively harm that kid. Yeah. No matter if you didn't have the best research model of whatever, if you care about that kid, that kid's going to feel that. you put their wellness, health, wellness, mental first, you'll be fine. Unless you're in Philly where the kids actively will come at you (laughs) and kill you. (laughs) Cut my mic off. Cut this off. (laughs) Then you can harm it. Guys, we're drinking tequila. This is empty. Well, this is time to talk. I got the IPAs in me. This is our our final segment where I get to talk a little bit more about you. So, yeah, tell us. You talked about having a 15-year-old son. Is that your only son? Yeah. Um, so Miles, um, growing up, uh, I met Miles's mom, and um, she had a son already. So he was three, and I took that on as responsibility. And beautiful, um, still Standing do. Ovation. Um, he's still that's still my son. You know, yeah. I, I look at it as those are my boys. Um, and uh, Miles, he's kind of coming to his own. He's 15 years old, goes to Central High School. Um, you know, he's a honorable kid and all that good stuff. Sports nice. fan. Um, one of the things, uh, so I guess I'd backtrack, uh, back in like 2015, him and, well, me and his mother split. Um, but for the sake of everything and we're both, I like, she's the dopest parent, um, I could have chosen to, uh, yeah. have a baby by, um, 
things work. Things just work. Like good. Miles is is good. Um, you know, you learn stuff in the beginning about yourself. And I think you probably went through this. You yeah. overdo it as a parent when you're not living with that kid. Oh, that yeah. You go so hard at parent. He goes yeah, so hard he comes at to my house. Oh, my God. Like, he was coming to my house and like, we're going to just stop in Disney World real quick. Yeah, yeah. On the way home. On the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it seven? Was, so he was about seven or eight when yeah, that's what happened Yeah, he was about seven or eight. And I was so scared that he would start messing up in school or this and that. And he was, he was, he had bad behavior. Behaviors, but this was prior to me leaving. He was bad. I'm like, oh, now he's gonna be terrible. Can I ask? Oh, can I ask God. how you approached? Like, did you guys have a conversation? Like, I my parents divorced before I was two, so there was no conversation. But yeah. like, did you? Did you guys have a sit down or what? Yeah, um, she was like, get out, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like, can I get my game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get one of the controllers? Because <laughs> I'm going to have friends over. Right. Yeah. So, no, but, uh, yeah, we, we talked. Um, we kind of knew that things were going to end. And it wasn't because of, like, anything bad. Like, she didn't know I was cheating. But, the, um, no, no, no. No, no. We had these conversations like, hey, I'm doing this and I want to go this way. And then she's like, oh, she should go this way. And I'm not going to lie. This was at the time I really started dabbling in comedy. Yeah, um, comedy. And I will tell you this, though. Um, a lot of people are just like, yo, you should be here. You should have been there by now. Or you should have mm-hmm. this. I purposely and would not do it again. I I mean, would not not follow the same path. I purposely stopped comedy a number of times for the kid because it's like I need the development stage. There's certain stuff you want to see as a parent. Yeah. So oh, yeah. if it meant ignoring March, February, January because the kid's starting to walk, yeah, yeah, I gotta be there. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like it's soccer sorry. season. Like, yeah. like my daughter plays. I love soccer games. Yeah, I don't like the parents at soccer games. Right, but I love watching. My my daughter first picked up, started playing soccer. She was horrible. Okay, and I was like, maybe she's more of an artsy chick. You know what I mean? Right, right, artsy right. girl. Excuse me, I shouldn't call my daughter chick. Anyway, now she's getting good. She's getting good, and yeah. like to miss out those. Ga- I, w- I wouldn't miss those games yeah, for the. I would not even consider missing one. Yeah. I, I don't want to be late to one. Right. So I know what you mean. Like those moments, because yeah, you ain't gonna get them back. Stay tuned. Seriously? Yeah, so it's like, um, you know, you you there's little parts of your life you cut out for your kid, regardless of what you're doing. I don't care if you're a comic, if you're a firefighter, whatever. You yep. you have to give your kid that time because as we always get hit with that reality, I know it's cliche, like the kid didn't have to be here. So it's like, you know, why not give it to him? But I've only known that. I've only known, again, because of my dad going back to home, sacrificing time and bringing him and involving the kid and whatever you're doing. If that means slowing up what you're doing, then you're slowing up what you're doing. My dad, um, you know, he was a trash man back in the day, but he bought real estate. I used to be there when he was chopping the walls up nice. and all that stuff. He demo? Put, yeah, demo work. Cool. He'd nice. put like a, a nice. little mask over my face and yeah. tell him to stay in the corner. He'd pee in bottles because the house wasn't done yet. Uh-huh. So there was no bathroom. So like I saw all that stuff um, and I ran suck. from it. I didn't never want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I still don't. I'm never doing none of the stuff he did. <laughs> but um, it was just an involvement. So yeah. that in itself is what makes me bring him in at times. Like he's like, I'm doing this. I want you to see what I'm doing. I want you to mm-hmm. see this. Uh, one thing about me that I will say, I mirror from my dad, even though I'm not chopping up houses and shit. I don't, um, I find something to do with my time. 
Yeah. Um, I, like at all times, like people are like, yo, I was on your um, IG story and you don't sit down. Like, no, nah, I'm literally moving. Uh, yeah. If, and if I'm at a bar, I'm at that bar talking to awesome. them about comedy shows and why they should have shows there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And if I'm, you know, here or over there staying at the food truck, that's because me and that food truck have a business thing that we want to do. We want to start mm-hmm. something up. So everything that I do are my things that I do. I have a day job, but away from that day job are all about, um, I guess, the next thing. Or like, hey, I want to do this. I don't, I just, you're you're it's hustling. like I'm not you're wasting time. Like, network I, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I feel like I'm getting a lot of some heat stuff from people who don't realize there's like, oh, you're everywhere. Like, you're with your family. I'm like, first of all, I'm handling my business. So settle down. Yeah. Right. Because every time I'm out, I'm yet. doing something and it's at yeah. the office. My wife not and the I, you know. Yeah, but yeah, right. but like, you know, yeah. I think when, you know, people see that, they they don't know all of the grind that it goes in. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm yeah. glad a lot of that is, um, is is I always called your web like I have a Hell web yeah. like of people. Um, you've been to um to the attic. You've done the attic. I love yeah. that post oh, yeah. you put so, out the other day. Yeah, burrito yeah. Feliz. Um, that food truck. Yeah. Um, they saw what we were doing in there as far as the comic shows, and they're like, we we want to link with you. We want to be exclusive to your shows. Neil too. He's been through, and they're like, um, is that okay with you? And I'm like, you're. Philly Magazine's number one taco barista truck. Like, why would I tell you no? Like, when you come here, the people come here. Now the people come there and stay there because it's like now they're getting this comedy show. But that all happened from my relationships with people. So I've popped in. People see me at Herman's Cafe down in South Philly. Like, why are you down there? Because Burrito Felice is here, and I have a relationship with Mm -hmm. them. So And now Herman's, I have a relationship with them. And it's like... It's a web, but I one thing I don't do, I don't waste time in places anymore. Yep. Like I don't sit in places yeah. where I'm just buying time. I'm here for opportunities. I'm here for the web. I'm here to grow yeah. my to web. To meet somebody, to to meet to yeah, build to that meet, network, yeah, right? To right. network. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's I'm so glad you stopped in. Did you know that and I've told you this before, like you were one of the first mics I ever went to. When I first started comedy was when you did it outdoors during like the pandemic. The pandemic, yeah. and I went up there and I would, I'd only ever done like three or four minutes at Soul Jewels a couple times. <laughs> and I went up there and I almost talked myself out of not going. Like, what are you doing down here, dude? You're from the suburbs. What are yeah. you doing? Like, you're. And I went down there and they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy Mel will be here. He's brought some of his own comics, but he does things." And he's like, "Oh yeah, there was a random draw. You're going first, and we usually do nine <laughs> or ten minutes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nine or yeah, ten. Oh what? shit! I, got yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, I held three. on. I did like seven or eight yeah, I yeah, yeah. never i'd never gone longer than that wow. and everybody was so welcoming the whole place was a great oh, yeah. vibe somebody bought the me a drink just, and then the people like lump and ryan foster were there who i'd never yeah. met before pulled me aside and like it was just such a community and i could tell that that was something that you had built and now here we are over yeah you know two almost two years later and it's amazing yeah, i was so is marshall make my second year at the end. nice and so blessed to be there the last week and had such a great time there too uh yeah. so yeah kudos to you for yeah. all that thank hard work. you man i appreciate that and uh, shout out to the Attic Brewing Company, um, they were voted number one new brewery in uh, Philadelphia by Philly Inquirer. They nice. came on. They literally started January, February of or January of 2020, which is the worst, worst time. The worst time to open a yeah, business. We were getting ever. ready to die. So how? Dude, love that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was that was season one of the pandemic. So nice. Yeah, they survived that shit, man. And now they're thriving. USA Today had them listed. I think two or three. In is that right? That's, is that yeah. right? I did not know. And you that. go in there, 
you you got every you got black people, you got gay people, you got white people. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you, oh, yeah. you got, got the whole the Muslim girls. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Girls never an issue. Never, it's never. There's no never. fight. There's not an argument, and it's in a the neighborhood is it's not, not good, yet, dude. There, there are bullets <laughs> flying. Yeah. But they always go around the attic. They just they go around the attic. Yeah, is blessed. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, a the attic definitely is like they got when the Pope came to visit Philly. He was like, uh, "We need an attic." Now is that every Tuesday? When do you do the comedy show? Every Second Tuesday and last Thursday of the month. It got so good we started doing tw- twice a month. Oh, sweet! Okay. So there you go. You double the output then every Thursday. Yeah. So check that out, Mel Harris, yeah, dude. Thanks for that. being on the episode. This was yeah, a great. Oh, one, this man, was dude. fun. This was definitely. Yeah. Dude, fun. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Any yeah. final thoughts, Al? I would say Mel Harris is a probably a phenomenal father. I think oh, that I that's what I take that, from man. that. Hell yeah, man! When I hear you talk about the relationship you had with your dad and how you let that come through and, and create that relationship with your sons, I think that that. That's some solid shit. That's I'm not real shit. Cry in the last two minutes. Yo, oh, that one. Oh, that's why I wanted to cry. Yeah, but you know what though? One thing I do when I see someone being a good father, I I make a point of it yeah, to say, yo, you're doing that. the right thing, dude. His his yeah. kid's been in the car the whole time. My <laughs> kid has been in the car. Oh my god, I should get a t-shirt. I always like, I should. You, you definitely t-shirt. should. Everybody knows you as yeah. the kids in the car. Yeah. The kids in the car. Well, 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 thank you so much. You really in there? Go ahead. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you so much for hey, coming I on. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Great time, man. man dude. I, I really appreciate you guys. This was dope. Yeah, this was yeah, fun. Man. Thanks for coming yes, out. Yes. All right, if seriously. you want to plug anything else, you um, got you plug go, it. Go go to comedian Mel Harris on Instagram, um, and you'll see the uh, the schedule. The schedule is it's heavy. Hell Most yeah. of them shows will get canceled because of the, <laughs> of the weather. This is the time of the year. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah. All right. the promoters like, yo, Mel, I need you, bro. I'm like, you need me, just like the weather needs to come and that winter weather is going to come yeah. in March and the cancellation is going to start because two yeah. people brought tickets to every show you see listed on that schedule <laughs> but yeah check, uh, comedian Mel Harris on Instagram uh, Mel Harris on Facebook uh, Mel Harris on um, what is it uh, Megan'sLaw.com <laughs> <laughs> oh man nice. alright man well uh, another great episode man alright uh, so peace out from us here at Seriously yes, Dad yes. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.